Hey, all you people, you're listening to the Split Screen Gaming Podcast, the occasional weekly podcast where three lifelong friends correspond about video games from the comfort of their homes. I'm Chad Michael Ennis. I'm Holden DePardo. And this week, we actually have a really special guest. We and do. His name is Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. is on here. Yeah. What uh, is this Freddy is Prince the highest in? profile thing he's done in 15 years. I was about to say, yeah. What has he been in? Uh, this. This, yeah. If you're a millennial, you'll know him from this podcast. <laughs> Uh, so Freddie Spence Jr. won't actually be here today. I'm sorry oh, to disappoint no. you, but uh, he I insulted him died. and just walked out. Yeah. He died. He died? Yeah. He he might as well have. Fell off the face of the planet. Very you guys, tragic. welcome back. I just want to start out by saying thank you for listening. We've been tracking our numbers all week. We're just like, oh my God, did you see this? Oh my God, oh, we have those many views? We have this many views? Oh my views? God, two more oh my people? God. I could tell Dane's listening because I'm sitting there counting as he watch, as he listens to each episode. I was like, <laughs> ooh, that one went up by one. Dane heard that one. Do uh, we still have yeah. viewers in Australia and Spain? I don't know. I haven't actually checked those analytics. Okay. But we do, we officially have 150 downloads of our wow. podcast. That is impressive. Actually, I think it's 152 as of recording this right now. I mean, you all know it's... Because of me, I mean, come on. Right. I mean, yeah. it's definitely not because of Freddie Prince Jr. No, it's actually, it's all for special guests. Everyone's excited. You know what it was, though? It was that time we had John Cena here, for that, real, but he was just taped up and couldn't speak. Yes, that, that is true. That is true. Yep. So, welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed your long weekend away from our podcast. And we're uh, actually back now that Holden's done visiting his family and loving them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holden, mm-hmm. what did you play while you were gone? You know, uh... My brothers wanted to play Zelda a lot, but I've talked about that to death. So we'll just leave that one to rest for a little bit. But uh, I got a chance to play the Splatoon 2 beta. Wait a minute. On what system? The Nintendo Switch. There are other games other than Zelda on the Nintendo Switch? You know, it's funny because when you, when you start the Switch and you turn it on for the first time, yeah. it just starts playing Zelda. It doesn't let you do anything yeah, else. Yeah, I didn't it's think like, there yeah, was any other option. No, there are other games that you that you can buy. It's It's, it's amazing. Is it something you have to, like, jailbreak your Switch to do? <laughs> In order to understand. buy more games from the Nintendo eShop, you have to jailbreak your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> so I played uh, Splatoon 2. I had played it on the Wii U. Good stuff. Great game. I had a good time with this. It was, I think the, the idea with the beta was more just to test out Nintendo's infrastructure for their new online service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think the game's coming out until probably June of the earliest. Wait a minute. New online service? Well, they've had an online it. service ever since Animal Crossing Wii came out, and you had that little speaker that sat That's on top of your right. TV. You remember that? I, I never played that version of Animal Crossing, but I'm excited for Animal Crossing in the future, which we'll talk about that at, at probably at some point, like during E3 predictions. Or so something. not during this podcast. Not during this podcast. Okay, I mean, unless you Animal wanted to suddenly boring. change the topics again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I play Splatoon two. Okay. I'll. I have one more game, but before I do my game, would. I'm assuming you played more Horizon Zero Dawn. Just I did a- play more Horizon Zero wow, Dawn. Wow, I am surprised. Uh, officially 36 hours in, level God. 39 out of 50. And it came out before Horizon Zero, uh, before Zelda. And yeah, I, put I just in don't like, have all the free time you have. And I've put in like literally four times the <laughs> amount of time you have in Zelda. Oh, yeah. I so I'm playing Horizon Chad. Zero Dawn, still amazing. I've still only apparently asked Josh today, and he said I was about a third of the way through the main storyline. So I'm just enjoying every bit of that game, whether it is, ooh, I want to go fight this new type of dinosaur, or I wonder if I could take down a storm bird in less than a minute, or, ooh, I could tame that. I really want to get that game, but today I bought Mass Effect, because of course Mm, I did. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, I played Horizon Zero Dawn. I played some more Volume. Did you tell me about Volume? I yeah, I talked did. about Volume, Mike Bithell's game, and I told you, oh, it's kind of like the Metal Gear VR missions, and you said, wow, the whole two people that have ever played that, and I was like, oh, Holden, why do you I talk think, like that? I think I said, didn't hear I what you said, so I just said something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Volume, it's that game on the Vita that made by the guy who made Thomas Was Alone. Oh, now I remember this. Yeah. God. That was, the, that was the, the buzzword there, Thomas Was Alone. Yeah, Vita and PS4. It's apparently so processor intensive on the vita which is where i'm playing it that if you try to do anything else on the vita you have to close the game like if you really? try to check your trophies you have to close the game if i i was playing it with my airpods and i had them paired to my vita and so every time i i stopped playing the game put it in my bag and then came back on my break i would have to quit the game go to my settings so i could repair my airpods and then come back to the game wow what is okay what th- this game can't be like graphically like super high fidelity or anything like that. What's causing it to? I don't know. Take up that much resources. That's interesting. I don't know. But it's great. Bad, it's a bad a development. Great we game. could do so much better. I bought. Uh, I'm true. very Im- Im- excited to play. I bought Firewatch and I bought. What's the other one that I bought? I don't know. But it's another indie game, like four to five hour game. Gone Home. Oxenfree. 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 Watch. Like, that game looks good as shit. I can't wait to play that one. Is and this, I this... downloaded Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I'll get to after Horizon's done. I didn't like the new Tomb Raider game. wasn't a fan of it. Really? Yeah. I thought it was good, and I've heard Rise of the Tomb Raider is freaking great. I I don't know. I just don't – I didn't care for it. But It's because you're a misogynist. <laughs> that's absolutely why. I can't play a game where the woman is a lead. That's, that's why, why I, I didn't Zelda get all Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> No, just just so we're not pulling on Colin Moriarty. That is not. <laughs> that is not the case. That's mean. That's not fair to Colin Moriarty. I liked him a lot. Anyway, it's a funny joke though. It, it was. It was tragic. I'm offended. So, so that, that's what Fire, I Firewatch you... and Oxenfree. That was the PlayStation sale that's happening right now. Yeah, they have like a. They actually still have it going on. It's a two for one sale. It's like on all month. It goes till the eleventh, I think. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I picked those guys up. I'm gonna get Firewatch as well off of that. But I. What's made... gonna be your What's gonna be your free game? I was thinking Gone Home because I haven't played Gone Home before. It was free with PlayStation Plus like six months ago. Maybe I missed the download because there was a few months where I kept forgetting to download the PlayStation. Oh, games. you dumb bitch! I know, so I think that that might have happened to me. Oh my god! Yeah, because I don't know how else I would have missed that. All right, I do want to play it. You said you played one more game. Oh, we also just played uh, One Two Switch. About ten minutes ago, yes, I finally milked that cow, and I'm he, he very is, good at milking. Yeah, cows. you were f- too good at it. Lots of practice. It's the only game I feel comfortable losing. <laughs> mm. God, that felt good. What else? What other games did we play in there? The safe cracking the game. The safe cracking game. Uh, the the weirdest one. I think. Oh, sorry, the dumbest one is is the dice rolling game. That one's dumb, but also just the rotating the Joy-Con game is super stupid. Yeah. So it, basically, with that game, you essentially just pick up the Joy-Con. And you have to rotate it without tilting it too much. You have to kind of keep it keep it perfectly level while you're rotating it. When you put it down, whatever degrees you get, like zero to one hundred and uh, or to three, up to one hundred sixty degrees. But what number was that? Three hundred sixty. <laughs> up to up to one hundred and sixty degrees. I said my words. Okay, I couldn't think of the number. There, I'm just I was, so fast. I, was thinking, I just so excited. I no, talked so fast. <laughs> no, I was thinking about because there was. I can't remember who I was watching on YouTube, but this guy on YouTube was playing that game, and he was sitting in a rolling chair. 
like a spitty chair while playing it. So he just like <laughs> had his lap, like picked it up and then spun in his chair for a bunch of times. <laughs> and you see like thousands of, yeah, it was pretty good. nice. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I was thinking, oh, it caps at 360, but it doesn't cap 360. It caps at a number we don't know. Nice. An ICE nice. That was a really important tangent to go on. Very. Very, very uh, important. What else did you play? You said you played one more game, but you, for some reason, weren't going to talk about it until after I talked about my games. I just games. wanted to hear you talk first. Okay. Uh, I, I download- enjoy your voice, too. Aw, thanks. I played I Am Setsuna. Oh, yeah. You are Setsuna. You I, look like a Setsuna. I am actually not Setsuna. I am Holden. Well, if I close my eyes, go ahead and say something again. Say, say, silky linen kittens. I refuse to say that. That sounds exactly like Setsuna. You know, that's a good point. I didn't think about it that way before. So anyway, this game, I am Setsuna. Yeah. RPG from Tokyo RPG Factory. Uh, colloquially was... titled Rupuga. I don't think that's true. Rupuga? don't think that's true. Rupuga? It's Rocket on the PS4 and grenade. PC, but I got it on the Switch because I, I wanted something else to play on the Switch that wasn't I believe Zelda. it's also on the Vita? Yeah? No. No? It is not. PS4, Coming PC. Coming to Vita, question mark? Do not think so. Well, I'm going to validate that while you look, look this up. Look it Sorry. up. I'm Setsuna on so. your systems. Also, what new games come out for the Vita in general? Anyway. You obviously do not have a Vita. I don't play a lot of JRPGs, but this is a... Uh, it reminded me a lot of the Final Fantasy III uh, game I played on the DS back when I was a kid. And I really uh, liked that game a lot. Is available for PlayStation Vita. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I lied. you're once again a dumb bitch. I am an idiot. I don't even know why I'm doing this show. Why I should leave the show. If I can't even get that, that right, what else? What am I good for? Nothing. Yeah. I concur. So, what I liked about this game oh. a lot was what? Vita only in Japan. Aha. Uh-huh. That's why. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Interesting. Okay. I mean, the game, they have it running on the Vita. Literally, all you have to do is copy and paste the text in English <laughs> from the other games into there, and you're good. In my complete lack of knowledge in computer game development, I can say things like that. But the story of the game is is what's drawing me in. The combat, or I should say the turn-based style is more akin to like Final Fantasy VII where you have like a a bar that fills up where you can, after a certain amount of time, then you can attack. And, but what I like about this battle system is that the the enemy placement is important. They'll kind of shift around and move around. So you pick what enemy you want to hit based off of like, oh, if I hit this guy, I might also hit this other guy as well. So a little bit more strategic about how you're uh how you're kind of approaching each battle i'm about like 10 hours into the game i would say now okay and it's super enjoyable it looks great on the switch screen and i played on the tv for a little bit today as well and it looks looks really good there as well but the ps4 of course runs at a higher frame rate so like it's yep. a, that's yep. the technically superior version of it but yep. there's nothing wrong with, but with the switch version if you have a super maxed out three thousand dollar gaming pc that's the best way to play it <laughs> because those jrpg <laughs> graphics are going to look super slick super slick i think it's more the frame rate it's 30 frames per second on the on the switch and 60 on the ps4 and pc and 340 on the ps4 pro uh cool so that's what we're playing this week lots of fun stuff mm-hmm same old, same old for me. You've all heard about. Uh, so we've got some cool stuff coming up. One is a fun new segment where we describe games poorly. Spoiler alert. They all come from other sources, but we'll credit those appropriately. <laughs> um, so that's coming after we deliver you the news. Oh, Holden, my gosh. start me out with is a news story. T- what do you got? I have. So let me actually put my news stories here. I was, you, news, you, news, you, news, news. You really snooze. threw me off there. I, I thought we were going into the bad plots. No, I told you. You silky, silky. 
what did I say? Silky slitten kittens. <laughs> Slutty silk kittens. I'm going to go through the Nintendo story first because that's just me. Surprise. I know. What a surprise. Holden loves Nintendo. Surprise. This one, I don't think is a huge surprise of a story, but it's it's worthwhile to share, I think. I'll be the judge of that. Reggie Fizeme was on Fox talking about That is a big surprise. Yes. And he basically says that they have a big E3 planned. And the reason I think that is notable is that last year they said, we have a very small E3 planned. (laughs) There will be one game. Saying they're going to have a big E3, I think, holds some weight because they've been pretty – they're very honest about what they will and won't But be let's doing. put this into perspective, though. He said it on Fox, so that means it's fake news. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this is – it has to be a big E3 for them. If it's Absolutely, not a big yes. E3, If it's not it's a big E3, time. then everyone's like, okay, I guess Switch is not taking off. And we can do, like, Bio. E3 predictions at another point, but – yeah, we will. But I'm sure like, they'll talk about Mario and all that kind of stuff. I want to see new games coming yep. for this thing. I don't think we'll see new games that are coming this year. They're at least the big AAA titles. But like, I'm sure we'll get Metroid teased. They'll talk about Animal mm. Crossing. Mm. Mm. But I think the one that will be announced this year, which I'm going to just link this to another story. I have to because they kind of tie it together. Okay. But this will count as two stories. Okay. Is they will talk about this Pokemon Stars for Switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It will also come to 3DS, though. I don't think it'll be a Switch exclusive. It will come to 3DS and have a higher resolution graphics on the the switch version i, I would I hope think it that's does. coming <laughs> what if it didn't what if it was just the same shitty resolution was, switch ga- or no, 3ds game what they do is they take the, the the exact resolution of the 3ds game put that in a corner of the switch screen <laughs> and then the lower screens on the other corner of the switch the reason i think that's going to happen is there was a job posting this is the other story a job posting for for game freak yeah where they basically said that we need help on a open world that everyone is already probably familiar with. It says that in the job description, a franchise that everyone is probably already familiar with. It's also Game Freak, so what the fuck else could it be? Yep. I know they make some other stuff, but come on, like that's what they what they do. And they said it's going to be their first console iteration of this RPG that everyone already knows about. Yep. So no surprise there. Basically, they just said Pokemon's coming to the Switch. Yep. I, there's no other way you can interpret that intellectually it, it is that technically they didn't say that but you're right it is that there's no other interpretation nice so i think it's the other story so i hope we see that at e3 with this big e3 send give me a story chad okay i'm gonna venture away from nintendo and talk about don't worry i'll bring us back final fantasy 15 uh-oh just got a patch that has to fix two that things one. to fix that chapter uh so that's part of it yeah uh chapter 13 which is like a lot of people didn't like it. it. It was just so much different than everything else in the game, where it was a total departure in gameplay. Mm-hmm. You did all this work finding all these weapons, only to be replaced with shitty magic that doesn't really work very well. Uh, and it's so freaking long, and there are shitty stealth mechanics and things like that. So they've made some changes. Your magic is now much more powerful. Or you can skip it and play all his gladiolus throughout that and see what he's doing the whole time going up that tower. So some changes there for Chapter 13. That's good. Also, episode Gladiolus comes out today, Tuesday, as you're listening to this. You're going to play it. So that's the uh, single-player DLC where you get to venture out as Gladiolus during part of this chapter where he wasn't there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's out. All right. Should I, should I share a story now? I mean, yeah, or I guess Or do you want to so. share another one? No, you, you go. Do? You go, Cuh. Do I, do I get to go this time? Okay. You go, Cuh. Oh, all right, I'll go this you time. You go, Cuh. Rumor. Call of Duty, World War II. Ooh, 
WW Dose. Not that I care about that franchise at all. I just think it's really funny they're going back to World War Two. <laughs> like the Infinite Warfare sold so bad by Call of Duty standards that yeah. they have to go back to World War Two. That's that's the narrative, I guess, for this one. Even though when Call of Duty Infinite Warfare was sold, they're already probably pretty set on a big World War Two next year. <laughs> yep. We'll see, but the leaks seem pretty legit, and those games always leak before they come out. So yep. we'll probably hear something soon. I'm guessing the Scorpio announcement. Oh, yeah. See, they have some kind of tie there. Mm-hmm. Didn't Call of Duty have some kind of like exclusivity with PS4 on the new generation, though? But this is a new thing. Who knows? Oh. No, uh, but to be fair, Call of Duty Ghosts premiered with Xbox One. Well, you're Xbox One, so. I don't have one, so no. Uh, cool. I'll talk about something now. GameStop, everybody's lovely store oh, where they try to is... sell you shit you don't want, but mm-hmm. we all go there because we love games and consoles and game-related shit. Um, it's closing up to 225 stores worldwide. This comes after a sharp decline in sales over the holiday and the previous year being down. What is like, first of all, it sucks that people are losing their jobs and things totally. like that. But I'm very excited for a world where we don't have to worry about pleasing the brick-and-mortar stores and we can make digital content available at various price points. And all of that sounds so good to me. I will actually come to that point in my – I have an opinion about this. Okay. Because that is my – that is part of my thing. Well, here's another crappy thing about that, though. Yeah. Uh, if you ordered a Switch at GameStop, you got one on day one. If you ordered it online at Amazon, you probably didn't. Yeah. So that sucks that brick and mortar is going away for that. That's fair. That's good or point. if you ordered one at Best Buy and, and they then they cancel yours. it on accident. Like, on accident like they did with me. <laughs> it wasn't even like, a, oh, you were too late in the line. It's like, oops, we messed up. We canceled your order. I accidentally hit the wrong button. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that sucks that they're closing. But hopefully that brings us closer to a digital future. Yeah. Another leaked game. Ooh. The Evil uh, Within 2. There's Did a job listing. That? No, I Evil didn't. Within? But I, I'm bringing it up because I think it was last week we talked about, or whenever we talked about Resident Evil 7, we basically just talked about we haven't seen that many good survival horror games coming yeah. out. In this generation, almost at all. Like it's basically been Resident Evil 7 and PT. Yeah. There's and one of the, them is a demo. And one of them is a demo. that's never going to be released. Nor could you even get the demo anymore. Oh, I still got it on my PS4. Thanks, Konami, for that one. So I'm just excited to hear that there's another sort of a horror game coming out. And I don't remember how The Evil Within fared, but I know its whole point was to kind of go back to like old roots and yeah. not be this. I think it reviewed fairly well. I don't – I I know that I played a good two or three hours of it with Tom once, and I, I don't remember anything about the game other than thinking, wow, this game is weird as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about it. One thing that appealed to me is that the – this is a really small detail the developers are talking about. The the enemies don't have a consistent path that they walk on. Yeah. It changes whenever you die. So you have to you really have to think on your feet. I think that's cool. I think even Resident Evil Seven, the enemies were always in the same spot. You you always knew how to avoid them. And that kind of takes the horror out of it. Yeah. But not with Evil Within. Not with Evil Within. Give me the story, Chad. Oh, man. Speaking of things that are predictable, I don't know why. That's a terrible transition. <laughs> that What you said wasn't necessarily predictable. But Destiny 2. Destiny I 2 is official. 
I mean, they've officially said it's official several times in the past. Last year, they, they said also it's was never going to not be official. This year, they said it's coming in 2017, and then they finally released or somebody leaked a photo from a retailer that said coming in September 8th of 2017. Mm-hmm. Now there's a picture out. Now there's finally a trailer, a teaser trailer. And I have out. not seen that yet, actually. It's Nathan Fillion talking as a ghost, uh, not a ghost. Guardian? No, as a guardian, yes. Yeah. Talking as a guardian. It's it's funny. And they're saying the world's being destroyed behind him and things like that. It's funny. He's at a bar. Uh, but it's Nathan Fillion being Nathan Fillion. is great. Uh, so that one? teaser's funny. I don't, I don't think he think was. so. Unless, did he replace Peter Dinklage? Who replaced Peter Dinklage as the ghost? That's right, because Peter Dinklage did a really poor job. Oh, it was bad. Which is a shame, because I like him a lot. Uh, but... On Destiny 2, there's going to be a worldwide reveal trailer on March 30th, which is two days from today, so Thursday, at 1 p.m. EDT. That's Eastern Daylight Savings Time. I look uh, forward to that. Which is 12 p.m. here, noon. I actually don't. I don't really care about Destiny. I played a lot of the first one, oh, and man. I don't know why. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. It's, I'm, it's one of my like five games I'm excited for this year. Not, I'm only excited for five games, but things. it's on my top five. I don't understand these things. Why do you like that game? I'm excited for what it could be, like All you right. and the Switch. And I was only right. Zelda's good right now. And I was, but right. I'm excited for the future of Switch and what Switch could be. Me too, Destiny. Mm, All right, go. I got one more thing, but I think it's gonna lead into your goddamn thing. I don't think so. You. Th- <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. How, l- l- Nintendo, because I'm going it. back to Nintendo again. Yeah. Circling, circling back to that one. Super Mario run sales didn't meet expectations. Not surprised. No. But I'm up. The only reason I'm upset about this is that, and Nintendo has stayed firm. We are. This does not mean we're going to a freemium model. Yeah, they actually said they preferred the. Yeah, Super the Super Mario, Mario run model. They're they're gonna basically be stubborn and <laughs> take their their heels in the ground on this, <laughs> which I prefer. I'd rather have the Super Mario Run model. So I'm really only upset because that's the model I prefer. I yep. just want to pay for a game and own it. I don't want to pay microtransactions to get stuff in the game. Yep. Just have no interest in that. So I'm, I'm upset upset to hear that. But I still think, and there's no numbers in this article here, and I should look into this, but I'm pretty sure they said that it's gonna be. They, they were shooting for a 10% rate of people who played the game and then bought the game. They ended up with five, but I think that's still above the standard. The standard? What is the standard? The standard for, for games that offer a for-pay oh, option. Really? Yeah. I think it's hmm. less than 5%, which is not very good. Look at those big old whales. <laughs> so that's my last story. That's your last story? All right, my yeah. last story is... Bioware evaluating options for Mass Effect Andromeda caricature yep. creator and animations. Um, so if you have read anything on gaming news in the last week, you know that Mass Effect Andromeda is having a rocky start. Um, yes. Reviews are coming in in the like six to eight range. In fact, while I'm talking, look it up on Metacritic real, real quick. Yeah. See what the Metacritic score is. Last I checked, it was like 74, but I'll, I'll check it again. Which isn't bad, actually. No, it's not. But... Uh, a it's lot a, of it is the well. It's, supposed, it's not supposed to be a bad game. It's just supposed to be a bad Mass Effect game. Exactly. That's what. That's what a lot of it is like. Had the bar not been set so high because it's Mass Effect, because it had a, a trilogy that was so well liked, it probably would have done better. But one of the biggest bugs is just how terrible some of these animations, these facial animations, 
these characters, whatever the fuck they're doing when they're like slowly leaning or oozing. Apparently, there's these crab walk things. Uh, I showed you the fight between two Krogans. Oh, God, that Krogan fight was just laughable. Do you know what it reminded me of when I watched that? I said this is the video game equivalent of Captain Kirk in the Star Wars TV show with William Shatner having the fight with the Rock Beast or whatever. Not the Rock Beast. He's, there's the guy who's like throwing a rock around. Have you seen that? You've not seen this before? Wow. It's one of the worst fight scenes you will ever see. That was a really relevant, relatable example. That's just what it reminded me of. I have no idea what that is. Apparently, I'm like 50 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 74. I was right. 74%. I don't understand. Chris Pine never fought a rock beast. <laughs> and that's Captain Kirk, right? Man, Medi- so here, here's the thing. Metacritic score, 74%. What do you think the user score is? Four. Very close. 4.6. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. That was half joke, half like. <laughs> right, right below that. Buy on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that user score is, is a lot of people just, zero, because it didn't come out on my game system and let's, was free. Let's find one. Let's find one. Um, you keep talking, and I'll find okay. one. Uh, so, basically, I'm while Bioware is evaluating options for character creator and animations, I am re-evaluating my decision to play this game until those animations and things like that are fixed, because I know there's going to be a good story, there's going to be good gameplay, in this game, I just don't want to have to look at it through a lens of like buggy and shitty looking animations. So, I I want to play the version a month or two months from now that's patched, that has everything finally fixed and working correctly, that looks good. That way, I can enjoy it as it's supposed to be because that's what everyone loves Mass Effect for. It's these cool storylines and meeting these characters and developing relationships and bone and aliens. Which you could do a lot more of in this game, apparently. Yeah, but that what if the, the animations of the boning don't look realistic? Then I'm going to be boning this blue person and my... Well, that's the thing. is The so facial animations in the first Mass Effect games, I remember being really good. The animations in general. Yeah. The the production values that is what made that, that you know so what, believable. You know what it was, though? It's because Commander Shepard's personality was like that of a yardstick. I'm not necessarily just talking about just him, though. Okay. It's other The other characters were pretty well animated as well and they had more things going on emotionally yeah uh so i know we teased last week that oh well one of us will have played mass effect and drama we can have some thoughts on it well we didn't because i'm gonna save my thoughts for when i can finally enjoy it in a good way there are some uh, some reason these user scores there are some really bad like puns they're throwing in there to sound clever this deserves no mass affection uh, or my favorite one is this is a mass defect. Woof. There's some bad lines in here. I bought it today. You did. I have, I have not played it yet because it's taking 15 hours to download 12 gigabytes, and I have a fast internet connection, so I don't know what's happening with that. So I'll play it at some point. Downloading from Sony's servers is usually slow as shit all the time. I well, no here's the thing what. though is I downloaded uh, right before that. I downloaded the the Dark Souls DLC. Yeah. And that took no time at all. It was four minutes for four gigabytes. Okay. But 12 gigabytes is 15 hours. Yeah. That is There's what no logic to that. Correlation. So I'll let you know how Mass Effect is when I, once I play it. Yeah, let me I, know. I don't anticipate it's going to be a bad game. I anticipate I will be let down by the standards of the series. Okay, okay, okay. That, that's what I'm expecting right now. But Cool. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the news this week. We have your... Your opinion about this is the Switch, yes? It is the Switch. Let's save it. Let's do something a little fun. Let's do something fun, yeah. Hey, y'all. be boring and trite. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> you guys, 
if you're from the south, you just know how much fun it is to say, "Hey, y'all." Sometimes you slip in this accent. My my roommate's mom called, and she she talks so sweet. I love her. Bless her soul. She's That's like, her sweet little heart. Hey, hey, Jesse, I sent you a package in the mail. God, I love her. Anyway, hey, y'all, what's up? <laughs> Speaking of relevant. <laughs> um, so, y'all know that thing that ha- Y'all, there it is again. Y'all know y'all. that thing that was real popular about six months ago where you would poorly describe a movie and, like, Lord of the Rings is a group of... I don't even know. I'm not even going to attempt something. But you would just describe it poorly, and it would be funny. We decided... Speaking of relevant. <laughs> we would love to do this six months later after no one's talking about it again with video games. And our original plan was I was going to come up with some descriptions of these video games, but then I got lazy, and so I decided I'm going to borrow some good ones from a website. There's, so, there's a term for this. It's called plagiarism. Hey, not if you correctly cite the source. Cite the source. All right. That, that so is from fair. gamesradar.com, an article titled 50 Video Games Explained Really, Really, Really Badly... Here's what we're going to do. I picked 12 of these games, 12 that I think Holden's familiar enough with, uh, and I gave him the list of all 12. And I'm going to read the description, and he has to match up which game it is. Are you ready? I don't know. Am I ready? So here's our first one. A highly evolved Jawa tries to escape Tatooine, ends up on Hoth. What? There's a curveball because this one actually has nothing to do with Star Wars. No, I figured that because that'd be too obvious. There's also <laughs> none on here that have anything to do with that. The closest one on this list to Star Wars is Halo, but I don't think that's Halo. Nope. Uh, Journey? Yeah! <laughs> All right. Highly Evolved Jawa tries to escape Tatooine and ends up on Hoth. I get it now. He looks like yep. Highly Evolved Jawa. Okay, cool, And cool, Tatooine cool. the desert and then he's in the snow. Yeah. Another one, another one. Uh, another one. Are you ready? Yeah. A distraught adrenaline junkie attempts to wheel himself off a cliff. Sadly, all of the available edges are curved upwards. What? <laughs> Wait, all right, one more time. A distraught adrenaline junkie attempts to wheel himself off a cliff. Sadly, all of the available edges are curved upwards. I think it's The Sims. Nope. It sounds like like some prank you'd pull on The Sims. Nope. All right, um... They're only upwards? Attempts to wheel himself off a cliff. Is this Mario Kart? No. No? Crash? I don't know. Halo? I'm going to read off the list. It's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, I forgot to write that one down. (laughs) Oh, of course. Of course. All right. Oops. I I, I don't have it on here. All right. Uh, Highly suggestible tourist murders swaths of addicts in a swanky undersea fishbowl. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What? (laughs) All right, read it to me one more time. I'm so bad Highly at this suggestible stuff. tourist murders swaths, swathes, swaths, swaths oh. of addicts in a swanky undersea fishbowl. Bioshock. Bioshock, yes. Bioshock, okay. Okay. Um, here's one you'll get. An anthropomorphic dinosaur attempts to murder two Italian plumbers before passing the whole thing off as a car accident. Ah, uh, that, that's the toughest one yet. <laughs> I'm going to guess Halo? <laughs> yes. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yes, yes, yes. Um, a race of moronic humanoids requires round-the-clock care, and you are their caregiver. The Sims. Yep. That's I like- a good description of that game. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I really like this one. A convicted killer takes a young girl on a hugely dangerous hike. Telltale's The Walking Dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I've got a few more. Let's see. Okay. 
Someone really good at parkour attempts to outrun a group of people who are also really good at parkour. Parkour just gives that away. That's Mirror's Edge. Yep. That, was, that was super easy. Uh, unstoppable super soldier escorts lunatic Halo. AI to humanity's most vulnerable hotspots. Halo. Yes. Halo. How many do we have left? Halo One, Combat Evolved or Halo 2? Two. Two. You got you to gotta specify. Three, four. We have four left. It's okay. actually Halo Reach. Ready? Yeah. Rebellious offspring ruins the annual family get-together. Hmm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> you didn't even write one of that, that one down. Shut up. Rebellious offspring ruins the annual family get-together. God of War. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one a lot, actually. Ready? Yeah. Bloodthirsty teens force local wildlife into servitude. Conduct animal fight club. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it really is a fucked up series. Really <laughs> it is. It. Like, so I, like, let me take a moment here. In, I think it was, which Pokemon game was it? The the antagonizing group, a- antagonistic group, their whole thing was, you know, you got to treat Pokemon right and all that. It was the most recent one, Sun and Moon. You got to treat your Pokemon right. We got to care for them. Even they put the Pokemon in Pokeballs and like <laughs> locked them up in there forever. Yet you're still creating this bonded Pokemon. It's ridiculous. The whole but they insane. like the Pokeballs and it's comfy in there. Is it comfy in there? Because usually know. like Charizard is a lot bigger than a Pokeball. I feel like I remember something in the anime way back as a kid where like they would shrink down into the Pokeball. But this still like happens. Sofas yeah. and stuff like like there are sofas. There's sofas. In yeah, there. and it's like the whole. He's thing just is like he's with... just chilling there, catching up on House of Cards. I think it is. I think it is. He's binge watching. Uh, uh, what's that show on Netflix? Uh, Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Charizard's just like I love Grace, man. Oh man. Okay, two more. Frankie's just a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mutant marsupial kills dozens of animals in order to punish reckless scientists for harming animals. Crash. Yep. And this is the last one. Process of elimination, but it's fun. A young Tim Burton's morning commute. Limbo. Yes. That's a great description for Limbo. Legitimately <laughs> yep. a fantastic description. Did you play Inside yet? Yes. Isn't that game brilliant? I liked it a lot. Oh, a lot, a lot. So good. Like, I already thought Limbo was like super good, really high bar to, to pass. Yeah. Inside just blew the bar out of the water. It was great. And blew that bar. Are you going to eat that bar? Can that I have bar? that candy bar? Oh, three Musketeers. I'm so drunk. <laughs> oh, man. You guys ever been to Wrigleyville? That's no. all you hear. Oh my god, I'm so drunk. I've actually not been to Wrigley. That, I avoided that at all costs. Oh no, that's okay. We still have time. Sorry, sorry. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> no one has any idea that. what just happened. They just heard sounds. Then ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We'll make it happen. Don't worry, Chad. We'll make it happen. Holden, tell me something you've got an opinion about. Oh, you did that terribly. It was too smooth. It didn't even sound like water for most of it. It's just like, tinkle, 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 tinkle. <laughs> that was me pouring water in there. So you guys never expected that to come from Holden, did you? No. Twist. People are like, what Holden, you- I thought you were better than that. This past few minutes, people have had no idea what's going on. <laughs> They're like, skip it. Just We're going to start talking about something. So, yes, I have an opinion about something that I wanted to share. Okay. I have concerns about the Switch's longevity. Oh, so earlier when I was talking about like you were hopeful for the Switch's future, I am. Hopeful. I was lying. I am hopeful, but I think that. So there's there's two th- there's two sides of this, but it yep. all ties to one specific component of the Switch. Okay, and I think the question is, why did the N64 fail? I'm asking. Like, do you think it failed? 
well compared to PS One, absolutely, it was thirty six million versus a hundred million. People yeah. went for the PlayStation PlayStation One. Many reasons. PlayStation One sold a hundred million. I'm pretty sure it sold like a hundred million. Yeah. You're looking this up, aren't I'm, you? I'm going to look it up. Okay, well, the answer is third-party support because yeah. cartridges. The cartridges were inferior to discs. You can fit a lot more information on the disc. And basically, the cartridge was just a method of Nintendo controlling piracy. 102.49 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dang. I never realized that. Yeah. So... I think that's happening you again. You could touch your microphone a lot more. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I, I So the, the cartridges is, is concerning for me. Okay. Two things have happened recently. I think the one we've already talked about in the last episode was Rhyme, uh, Tetris Puyo Puyo, or Puyo Puyo Tetris, and there's one other game cost $10 more than their multi-platform counterparts. Right. Because the cartridges most likely is, is the culprit. It's more uh, expensive. Actually, someone has come out. I don't remember this information, so I'm kind of source of a source of a source. That it was due to the cost of the cartridges, and mm-hmm. the digital prices will be the same because Nintendo demands parity. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Something else happened that made me go, oh, crap. This is not good. What's that? There is this game called – and actually, this is going to be one of my, my news stories, but I felt so – Frustrated by this, I had to come out and talk about it. The Lego Undercover Cop game. Oh, yeah. This is one you have to jailbreak for, right? Yeah, this one you have to jailbreak for. Any third-party game you got to jailbreak your, yeah. your Switch for. That's another thing that's going to hurt Switch <laughs> the long run. No, all seriousness, it is a 8-gigabyte game, so it fits on the 8-gigabyte card, but then you have to download 3 gigabytes of extra content Onto your Switch. Allegedly, the game's not officially out yet, but it says on the on the game is a 13 gigabyte download. Woof. And then they've come out now and said that's not the case, but there's still something you have to download, I guess. And I, I, what it seems like is they're saving money by getting a cheaper cartridge and oh. then downloading the remainder onto the Switch, which is awful, especially when the Switch has 32 gigabytes of storage on it you're basically if this is a trend that continues it's it's going to be really expensive and i was thinking about other games that are potentially potentially coming out skyrim is going to be coming out that's yeah. a massive game will that fit on a 32 gigabyte card i'm pretty sure it's like over 40 gigabytes already so how are they going to get that down i mean if dragon warrior heroes one and two is that the one dragon quest i don't know yeah it's like 32 gigs yeah 32 gigs I'm sure Skyrim's going to be pushing that. Oh, Skyrim's going to be pushing that. that. Well, but like Dark Souls, right? Dark Souls is apparently coming to the Switch. That has... I'm, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. What? You didn't... I, I thought I would share this already. Yeah, Dark Souls might be coming to the Switch. Tangent for a second. Uh, there, I can't remember who it was, but someone had said that From Software had got it running at a level they're happy with on the Switch, and there was a rumor that it would be coming as a Dark Souls trilogy on the Switch, 1, 2, and 3. All your, three of those? All three of them, yeah. And two things to point out. There's that tweet that Dar- the Dark Souls team themselves pushed out, which is a, a develop, uh, uh, some you know guy on Twitter was basically saying that Nintendo copied a bunch of stuff from Dark Souls on the games like that for, for Zelda. And then the Dark Souls Twitter account replied back to the guy and says, we've been learning from Nintendo Sensei for a long time now, or we've been taking from them for a long time now, which is great. And also GameSpot showed off like footage of the ring city dlc 
for Dark Souls 3, and it says captured on Switch. It was probably a typo. Absolutely the, a typo. Absolutely a typo. I agree with that. But these guys sometimes know things ahead of time that they just can't talk about, and they're not reporting on the rumors of a Dark Souls trilogy coming to the Switch. I've only seen that from uh, uh, like Reddit posts that are from leaks, apparently, or there was a tweet from someone who used to work from, like, from software that brought it up. I think there's some legitimacy to this, and I think there's something we might see from E3. Okay. But just let's just say that's – it. This is very debatable. I can yeah. see why that might not come to the Switch. But let's say it does, right? This Dark Souls 3 trilogy is, is going to come. Are all three games going to fit on one cartridge? Uh, Hell no. Not. Otherwise, it's going to be really expensive. It's going to be... It, I don't want to buy Dark Souls trilogy if it's going to be $100 because it's a bigger cartridge that they have to use. We've already seen developers set this precedent of we will charge more money for these cartridges or we will do something really shitty, like force you to download extra stuff on your Switch that you might not really actually yeah. want to use the space for. That's not good. That's really bad. And this is the exact kind of stuff they got in trouble with with the N64. Uh, Final Fantasy VII was supposed to be an N64 game. It came to the PlayStation. Why? Because it wouldn't even fit on one PlayStation disc, let alone a cartridge <laughs> for the N64. So the whole thing is... Is concerning to me. Yeah, I could definitely see that. What part of part of the cartridge, like the the pricing thing on the cartridges, is that it is a, a lot of people are hypothesizing that it's it's going to be just the smaller indie studios that are having the pricing like be higher because they can't offset it with a huge number. Because of sales. large corporations don't care about money at all. Well, no, but like if if. Nintendo releases a well, less their first party. But if Bandai Namco releases, we'll do Skyrim as an example. Yeah, fine. Skyrim, they sell millions of copies of Skyrim on Switch. They can afford to eat a little bit of that cost to make a higher thing. But if something, if an indie title is only going to sell fifty thousand, hundred thousand copies, that's going to be a much bigger chunk of their profits that they're eating into with these cartridges. So I think in order to maintain price parity across consoles. Mm-hmm from PS4 and Xbox One and Switch, some of these larger things like Skyrim and Dark Souls, I think the developers will eat a little bit of that cost in order to make sure that it is more attractive on this system they're taking a risk on. Price differences kind of already happen with consoles versus PC. PC games tend to cost less. Sure. And like Overwatch is an example of this. There was the Overwatch Origins Edition that came on the consoles. It was the only option you had. That was $60. Very typical price point for, yep. for a console game. I have no issue with that price point. It was $40 to buy it on the PC. Also, everything on PC is like $3 during a Steam sale every year. So mm-hmm. so there are already price differences. Is the Switch going to set a precedent of Switch games cost more? And I really hope... I mean, personally, it, it won't bother me that much because... I would still probably opt to buy it on the Switch anyway, just for the portability aspect of it. Yep, it's that portability tax. But I don't. I think it's a dumb marketing move to be like it costs more, but you can take it with you. Yes, yeah, it's still the same game though. It's not like you wrote it in to be more. And it's portable. also same game, and in most cases, if it's third party wise, will be a lesser version of the game. Yeah, paying more for a lesser version that's portable. We'll see about that, but I think that's a fair point to make. Do you really like think Dark, Dark Souls Three is what? I, run? What I mean, what I all right. So I think we have to define what we mean by a lesser version of the game. Call of Duty when it came out in the Wii, not Wii U, but the Wii, 
that was absolutely a lesser version <laughs> than what came out in the 360 and the PS3. Yeah. But Dark Souls would probably just be a lower resolution version. That debatable. That's I think that's debatable if that's a worse version of the game necessarily. In the same way of Xbox One and PS4 launch titles, uh, the PS4 having the higher resolution version was the Xbox One version really like inferior. They played the exact same. You wouldn't have noticed the difference unless you're being nitpicky. Yeah. So I don't know. Like to me, that doesn't really qualify as a lesser version of a game. Although yes, the resolution is lesser than other consoles. I think you're going to have more than just resolution, but, like, textures and things like that will look shittier. Polygon counts, and, like, they're going to have okay. to have, like... Dark Souls is just like a you, gray blob. You can, you can see screen. the difference yourself between Zelda Breath of the Wild on Switch and on Wii U. I mean, there's that big of a parity gap. Parity gap, that's not a thing. There's that big of a gap between the mm-hmm. performance of an Xbox One and a PS4 and the Switch that, yeah, they're going to have to make some sacrifices. Uh, with Wii U Zelda, are you saying that the Wii U version looks better or worse? I'm confused. Worse. Okay, yeah. Uh, I want to see comparisons of... I think to test that, I want to see comparisons of a PS4, Xbox One, and Switch versions of the game. Which, I, I to go back to Dragon, uh, is, Dragon Quest Heroes... Is there a game right now that Dragon is Quest available Heroes. on all three? Dragon Quest Heroes. Yeah, and that does look... And I think you were pointing it out. The polygon count was a lot less... There was a window that we saw a picture of in on the PS4. Oh yeah, oval, like yep. oval top. It was round, rounded top, I should say, oval top. It was a whole window with an oval up there. I don't know. <laughs> it was a rounded top to the window. On the Switch version, it was like six lines that made a rounded, quote yeah. rounded window. So per, again, like personally, that stuff does not bother me that much. But if that is the trend and the conversation turns into the Switch version of these games suck and they cost more, or the Switch version of this game sucks and you have to download a bunch of other shit to your system, that's super unappealing yeah. sounding. Especially when the whole pitch of this console is it's your console experience on the go. Yeah. That's real I, I think that's concerning. I'm I'm that I don't know that worries me. Because that's that's what kind of the, the downfall of the of the N64 was GameCube with their smaller discs couldn't hold as much information. That was a sour point for them as well. So what does Nintendo do to address this? Do I mean, they just, allow cheaper download versions. Well, that's the thing is they can't. What was your point earlier? If you want to go on your point earlier with GameStop and digital downloads. Oh yeah, just like not having to worry about like, if pleasing brick and mortar stores. If GameStop were to go down, they'd still have to worry about Best Buy and Target yeah. and all these other companies. So, like, it's not even a GameStop thing. Do developers go digital only on Switch? That some developers are talking about that. I think yeah. Snake Pass is a game that came out today on the Switch. I think that's the case with them. They're not doing a digital. They're doing a digital only. But I think it was always going to be digital only, so it doesn't make that much of a difference. Yeah. But if it is a physical copy of the game, which most big games are, that doesn't look good. I think that's hard to do on a on Nintendo's console in particular. Because it is so much, like it's a very kid-facing console, mm-hmm. and it parents are more concerned about point. giving over the credit card than they are. Oh, we're at Target. I can pick up a game off a shelf and buy it for my kid for their birthday or for getting an A on their homework or something like that. Like yeah. being able to have that much control over picking the game off the shelf themselves, giving it to the kid. 
they're going to be much more into physical media. That's that's a good point to make though. With kids, their parents are buying this console, and the right. parents going to go, oh, the games cost more on the PS on the on the Switch. I'm going to get a PS4 instead, because right. the parent yeah. doesn't really care about the portability aspect or. The Joy-Cons and how fun they are. HD Rumble. Can you imagine a kid telling his mom, I really want this game because it has HD Rumble in it. Not that mom, any kid mom would say that feel anyway. how many balls are in this. Mom, feel the balls. Feel the balls. She's like, great, honey. Great. My yeah. kid. Why is he making a jerk-off motion? There's milk coming out. <laughs> yeah. I would go PS4 if I saw my kid doing that, too. Yeah. Milking games are inappropriate for children. Yeah. yeah. So what do, you th- you do, do you disagree or do you agree? No, I agree. Yeah. I concur, Doctor. Fascinating debate we just had there. No, so there's something in here that you you wrote Dreamcast comparisons. On oh this. yes, so I yeah Dreamcast comparisons. So um, this is not so much the time of the cartridge thing, but people are really excited right now because oh Switch is out selling the Wii, and that's a really good sign. This this trend will continue forever, right? And it will sell over 100 million units. I can't remember who said it, but someone apparently Nintendo, uh, the president, expects this to sell over 100 million units, and I we'll see. <laughs> I love Nintendo. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath on that one. Dreamcast broke sales records when it came out. Yeah. It was a hot seller. You couldn't get it for a little while. And then when the other consoles came out, then it plummeted. Right, because it came out mid-console cycle. and So, I mean, this is also much different than the Dreamcast. In, the, in, this, that, in this case, that the Switch is marketably different than the other consoles. Whereas the Dreamcast was home console, you plug in your TV, you play games. Oh, but it had that VMU. VMU, the virtual memory unit that you oh, stick yes. in the middle of the controller. Yeah, and you can take your Chow babies from Sonic Adventure, and when you're in the Chow Garden, you can load them on your VMU, and then you can walk and play with them on the little VMU in the car and shit like that. I actually did not know about that. Oh man, and it was the first console. I believe it was the very first console that had uh, online play. It was, yes. Yeah, it had that Fantasy Star Online? You can click to those servers, mm-hmm. piss your parents off when they couldn't make a phone call. <laughs> So the, dial up. the point there is, yes, which sales are great right now, but that is not indi- uh, an indication of how it will do in the future. Case in right. point, Dreamcast. Right. And that third-party support is important. Yep. Especially when Nintendo is saying, oh, cool, it's selling really great. We're going to double our units of, of production. Yeah. When Scorpio comes out, maybe that will crush the Switch and people don't want to Switch anymore. Like everyone who, who already wants it already got it. We don't know. Yeah, we're kind of in that, in that Wii U sweet spot with third-party support. Where we had Zombie U and yeah. you had uh, remaking Batman Arkham with the lightning gauntlets. Was that even said. a sweet spot? <laughs> I mean, it was it was a sweet spot that there were companies making games yeah. for it. And Mass Effect 3 came to the <laughs> Wii U, which is yep. odd. But, I mean, yeah. even if they were delayed a couple years or something like that, we're kind of in that same sweet spot right now where everybody's like, yeah, Switch is selling great. I'm mm-hmm. going to make this game for it. I'm going to make this game for it. And then it is six months or a year from now. What's the landscape look like? Mm-hmm. Is everybody's still that hyped on it what does xbox scorpio's announcement do for it yeah and this is where it kind of goes back to that e3 and they really have to nail e3 yep the the hope for me is that because they're linking their their handheld and their console markets or their uh, development teams together so if you're making a game it's on switch there's no like it could be on 3ds it could be on wii u or it could be on ds or Wii like Game Boy Advance, GameCube, but there's no more distinction anymore. It is like the one system. Hopefully that'll make it so now there is a consistent trickle of games being released, yep. despite third parties not being there. That is their hope. And with that, it could work out, but 
looking at this year, like I actually am excited about the games that are coming out. Basically, any big game they've announced, I'm being excited for. Arms, want to play that. Mario Kart, of course, I'm going to get that. Splatoon 2, already said, I enjoyed it. I'm going to get that. Mario. Obviously, I'm going to get Mario. Obviously, yeah. And Skyrim, like today I saw Skyrim is available on the PS4 for 30 bucks on sale, and I'm like, nope, I am waiting to play that on the Switch. That is where I'm going to play that game. Because I want to pay 70 or 80 bucks for the lesser <laughs> version. <laughs> I just want to be able to take it on the go. Like That is yeah. very appealing to me. But outside those five games, there's, I can't think of... Oh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Or Xenoblade 2. Oh, yeah. That is coming out this year they've said that is firmly coming out this year but like that's not really enough I oh, don't what's think, that badass year. rpg one that looks really really cool with the cool art style that has a shitty um name? uh project octopath traveler or something like that yep terrible name terrible name awesome it looks very cool game. but i'm not categorizing that as like a triple a gotcha. i'm talking like triple a like big games coming out there are a lot more there's a lot more stuff coming out in the other consoles they have a much better rate of games coming out still. So E3 has to announce a bunch of new stuff coming out this year as well, I, I think, for that for that kind of hope to be there. That even though the third parties aren't there, Nintendo's still working on a bunch of stuff that's going to come out in a consistent fashion. But I feel like what they will announce at E3 that is coming out this year, they've already talked about. And anything new they talk about, I feel, will be a 2018 game. Minus that Pokemon Stars game. I think they're being more hush about that only because Game Freak likes to yeah, talk about those like games as opposed to Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good that was opinion, a little Holden. bit of a rant, but... Good. That's exactly what that segment's for. You have an opinion about something, and that's very important. <laughs> it is super important. Was it like a 20-minute rant? I feel like it was a 20-minute rant. I don't know. What is time? Time is a flat line. It's and the fourth dimension. Lots of dimensions. Uh, so Holden, I believe that might wrap us up this week. I believe so. Unless you, I didn't see any subscriber interrogatives in the, No, uh, I mean, do you have any questions anything, at all? I did not put anything in. I mean, I could make something up on the spot. Here we go. <laughs> Holden, if you had to be married to one char- video game character for the rest of your life, what would it be? Cooking mama. <laughs> <laughs> I want food. <laughs> all right. If All you right. could have, if we're on that track, if you could have one pet from a video game. Uh, one pet? Yeah. Hi, Shadow the Hedgehog. That's a bad pet. Are you kidding me? It looks cool as shit. It's black and red, and it's fast. That's the problem. He's fast. Do you oh, see though, where he you went? know what, though? My roommate actually does have a hedgehog, and I hate that thing. That is true. You're right. I would Did you know that? All right, so we're with someone named Grace. Do you know Grace is a hedgehog? No, I didn't know that. She hasn't named it. She's had it for like four years. It's not like he's going to understand the name anyway. But it's all it's going to do. The hedgehog. This is this is literally the life of a hedgehog. First of all, they're asleep when we're awake because they're nocturnal. Yep. Stupid pet. <laughs> second of all, <laughs> second of all, they hurt when you hold it. Stupid pet. Third of all, the only noise they make is this, <laughs> and it's because they're pissed off at you for holding them when they're asleep. <laughs> Stupid pet. So you're right. I wouldn't have done that. I'd go for a Miles Tails per hour. All right. I'm cool with that. Yep. Well, that about wraps things up for <laughs> Split Screen Gaming Podcast Woo! with Hold the Pardo and Chad Michael Ennis. Thank you for joining us tonight. Freddie Prince Jr. will uh, be here next week, hopefully. Yes, Freddie Prince Jr. Follow us on all the ins- all the social medias. Mm-hmm. Hey, Holden, what's our Instagram handle? Split Screen Gaming? Oh. Do I not nope. know it? I don't even know it. Split Screen GP. Oh, Split Screen GP. Hey, Holden, what's our Twitter handle? 
I'm just going to have you answer this Split screen GP. <laughs> Hold on. What's our Facebook website? I think that one is split screen gaming. <laughs> Facebook.com slash split screen gaming podcast. Boom. I got that What's the that email address ish. in case anyone wants to. Oh, speaking of Facebook. Thank you, Dane Deasy, for liking us on Facebook. Two likes. David Sullivan. That's the Dane thing. That's, that's the trend. If if you like our posts, our, 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 our podcast on Facebook, we will call you out by name. It's true. That way, all 30 people who listen to this will know who you are. <laughs> Increasingly stalky on Facebook now. So uh, yeah, you guys post some <laughs> subscriber interrogatives in the Facebook group or email us at splitscreengamingpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, and I know because you all love it so much, I'm just gonna send you out with a little nighttime water pour. Can I have a nightcap? Can you pour it for me. I love you all, you trolloping cart wrenches.